you do. Tomorrow, if I go to McDonald's every day and I'm like, fuck, man, I hate this food. It sucks. And I just keep pounding burgers. I'm going to look like shit. So if I go to my bodybuilding show and I have fat everywhere, I can go to the judge and be like, hey, I don't like McDonald's though. I ate it, but I don't like it. It doesn't matter. Your body doesn't care. If you take the food and you put it in your, in your mouth and you eat it, it's the, it's, whether you like it or not, you're still eating the food and it's going to change your body composition. The same way, like whether you like hanging out with certain people, whether you think whether you like them or not, whether you think they're stupid or idiots or degenerates, as long as you're with them in the same house or in the same time over and over again, it is going to affect you. It doesn't, and a lot of people think they have free will with that. Well, you can't just shut that shit off. If it's coming in, it's just coming in. All right, what's going on, Sean? How you been, brother? We are uh, back again and now in podcast format. man. How's it going? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing well. Good. I'm uh, glad uh, we got a little setup here. Uh, pretty intricate. And uh, we're just talking off air how uh, you got to make things work, man. You know, you got, you got so much technology uh, around you. And, you know, sometimes I talk to people and they look for like the magic software, the magic answer. But, um, you yeah. know, I still do a lot of stuff by hand, man. You know, when you're looking at cu- customers, when I'm building flows for like a chatbot or whatever, like I literally sit in pen and paper and still do a lot of that. I know you send handwritten notes and there's no software really for that. So, um, you know, while we live in a um, digital world, I think a lot of it, especially in e-com, is still analog if you think about it. Um, you know, I know it's shipping. Shipping is a big part of what we do. And that's all like old school stuff, man. Like, you know, shipping, packing, tape, uh, labels. And so I think there's still still a big part of like e-com, but also the digital spaces. You got to do stuff by hand. So we are setting up this concoction uh, here uh, to build this podcast for you guys. So pretty excited to do that, man. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, still, still a lot of work done by hand, honestly, especially like within my business. I know you did it for a while too, just like writing hand, handwritten notes, things like that. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you got some exciting things going on, right? So, um, I know you, uh, your store store is growing. We have a 4th of July, uh, sale. So your store is doing really well and has, uh, scaled a bit just for, for people listening in the first time. If you tell them a little about, about NutriFit, I think it'd be, uh, be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. For those, uh, just tuning in for the first time, you know, uh, I started NutriFit, which is a supplement retail store, um, in Cleveland, Ohio, a little bit east of Cleveland, Ohio. And we have an e-com store as well. So uh, I've been into that about four years. And, you know, over the last two years, we've really starting to take off, especially 2020, even with the, the pandemic, you know, we're, we're growing pretty quick online and store. Um, so that's kind of what I'm doing right now. And, you know, looking forward to keep building the momentum through, through the end of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh it's great, man. I've, uh, had a chance to see the growth that you've had with the store. And I, and I think just, um, you know, the, the sky is really the limit as cliche as it may sound, because, uh, you know, what the cool thing is, you know, sometimes, and we'll get to the main topic for today, but, you know, people ask me like, Pretty, who's, who's your mentor? And, um, I tell them, there's a lot of people that, um, I get, I learn a lot from, but there's no one really that I see is like, this person is like, I'm going to go to this person, be like, dude, um, like you are like everything I want to learn just from you, because there's so many people you can learn from. But one of the cool things too is that it's good to get a lot of advice, but living in the world we are today in digital world, like if a new technology comes out, like PostScript comes out or a new app right. comes out, right. no one knows anything about it. So right. like you could be at the top of your game or at the bottom, like we all start a level playing field. The only people who have any information about algorithm changes are the people who built it. So if Instagram comes with a new feature out, you could be the most savviest digital marketer making $100 million a year but you don't know, you know, as much as like someone like a kid across the street, like no, like there's information asymmetry is gone because technology keeps changing. And the crazy thing about that is like, no one knows. So someone who says, Hey, I figured out Instagram. I was like, dude, you can't like right. Instagram, which right. just like been relevant for the past five or six years. And yeah. literally like every, you know, 17, 
18 weeks, they change their algorithm fully. So the only people who actually have the real information are the people who built, who actually built it, the coders. Everyone right. else, like they're starting right. at the same spot. So I think it's pretty exciting for, and we, you know, for people that are getting in the space. That's why you see, you know, yourself starting with a new store and really making big strides because you want to take it upon yourself to learn. And you ask people for, because the basic premise around business hasn't changed, but the tools are are new and, and they're new for everyone, right? So sure. I've been doing this for a long time and they're new for me as you know, they are for someone else who's just started for two years. So I think that's a really exciting time. Man. And I, I want to I'm also touch upon that because I think you know, a lot of people are confused about like, hey, how do I start? Is it hard? I was like, yeah, it's super hard, but the information is available for everyone. You know, Right. Yeah, yeah. And thinking about that point too, it's like, the new tools that come up, you know, every couple months or every year or whatever, you know, a lot of people, like you said, don't, don't really know how to use them. So it's uncomfortable. Right. People don't like to switch. You know what I mean? They don't like to do anything that's uncomfortable and they like to stay with their old ways. And, you know, a perfect uh, tool, a perfect example is a tool that I'm using that you use as well, PostScript. So I switched from email to text and it's doing very well for me. And like, you know, when I first started using it, I was like, what the hell is this? You know, I, like, I don't know how to use this. And I feel like a lot of people don't want to take that, that leap. You know what I mean? So they stick with the old ways and they kind of get outdated and that's how you get passed up. Yeah. I think it's super exciting because um, I think for a long time, and you see this, um, you know, when you go to universities, I, um, you know, attended a school here in Boston and they took a lot of pride in their business program. But, you know, when you take the business classes, which I did, I did part of like business law, so transactional right. lawyer, and like they don't teach you about marketing or they don't know any of this stuff. And so, they, so the problem is the school books, they're behind by like oh, a decade usually. Behind, yeah. And so like they will know nothing about like any apps or anything like that. So the basic premises around business, like accounting, um, you know, cash flow management, you know, people management, leadership, those things I think are just timeless. They are the right. same as they used to be. You can look at old military generals and what they're using back in the day on the battlefield. You can use in business as well. But as far as like the tools needed to succeed, they're ever changing. And I've had conversations with like, and this is, we're not being paid by PostScript. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, when we, I talk to the team, like, Hey, how does this work? And they're like, Oh, I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, right. So you'll talk to like the guys at Shopify and they're like, Oh, I don't know either. Yeah. They don't also don't know. It's so, like, no one knows anything. So I thought it was always super exciting. I remember when, when Facebook advertising, I started getting into it and I just realized no one knows anything about this. And I was like, I felt really good about it because I'm like, fuck. So I'm operating at the same level as like a Johnson and Johnson or like right. as the same level as like yeah, I'm a Walmart or any of these guys, like those guys, the CMOs that are getting paid four or $5 million a year have the same information about those tools that I have. And right now we're, you know, at level and playing field. So I think that's super exciting, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, when I first got on PostScript, you know, I had no idea what I was doing and it's like, um, that's a good way to look at it. Cause I don't, I don't think I really even thought about it until you just mentioned that it's like, we, yeah, we are on the same playing field as huge companies that start to use these new tools. And that, that really applies for all social media and any new form of marketing too. So not just PostScript that we keep talking about. Yeah, man. So I know you had a, a topic that you felt strongly about. I mean, this is the truth bomb. So what mm -hmm. we like to do on this, uh, on the show is that we'd like to delve into one topic and that might be a little bit politically incorrect for some people might hurt a little bit of feelings but the reason why sean and i do it is to not be provocative i think there's a lot of people on the internet just say random shit um just to be provocative i know in this in the fitness space right now it's like if you want to start like a, a podcast or a youtube channel what you do is you talk shit about a famous like fitness personality yeah. and then you get a bunch of like views um that's yeah. not what we try to do here we try to help you become better um you know in in your life so um there's a topic that you felt strongly about and i wanted to delve into that man so if you want to kind of start with that and then we can run with it yeah, yeah. So the topic I want really wanted to cover was um, depth versus width, and that that kind of applies to 
um, when I think about my business, like marketing and social media um, and really, you know, the approach I've taken so far for the first few years I've been in business. And I feel like maybe besides like Gary Vee, because I think Gary Vee really preaches this too, but I'll see a lot of like different influencers um, and people on social media, like always killing it, always crushing it. They're, they're good at everything. You know, they don't miss, they're hitting home runs all the time. And I feel like, you know, for people that have actually built something, built a real business from the ground up, I, I feel like that's not really the case. You know, there's going to be a lot of things that you're not good at. And, you know, I really think it's important to kind of focus what you are good on, you know, you know, focus on your strengths and kind of whatever you're not great at, don't spend a lot of time on. And, you know, that was one of my big mistakes early on. I, I know like when you first start too, there's, you don't have a huge uh, marketing budget or budget in general, maybe not a lot of cash flow. So I feel like in the beginning, you might have to wear more hats than, than you necessarily, um, you know, want to. But I feel like once you start to, to build up cash and maybe you have a, a team member or an employee kind of um, spread out those tasks that you don't really want to do, or you're not good at, because I feel like people don't value their time how they should. And, you know, the saying is time is money and it really is. So it's like, you should be spending your time on things that you're very good at and, and focus on that and kind of delegate those other tasks that you're not good at to other people. Yeah, that's a great point because at the end of the day, you know, the, the truth is like when you enter the field of business, you need to figure out like, how do you get rewarded in this space? Right. So like, if you want to be the best runner, the best soccer player, the best football player, you got to be like, what is the standard measurement of success? And then right. business is like, how many people want to buy your shit? Right. And like, how much profit can you make? And so when people, when a consumer comes to you and is like, I want to buy your stuff, they just want to buy the best option possible at the best price point. That's how it is, right? So like yeah. right now we're using, for everyone, um, we're using a, a platform called Squadcast, a little, a, a little business that they started. And um, we've used Zoom and all this kind of stuff. But like if like the founder of Zoom um, came to me, he's like, hey man, like I want you to use Zoom because I have a really sad story, bro. You know, I, I'm from China and it was like a tough time there. Then I struggled and dude, I, I worked so hard on Zoom to build, to build this platform. That's why you should use my product. I'd be like, I don't care, man. Right. The reason why I use Zoom is because there's nothing better available at this point with video conferencing. That's why I use it. I don't give a shit about his story. I, really, I just really don't. He could have been the most privileged person who built this thing by accident. Or even if he stole this, I don't even, I don't care. Right. I don't care. Like I'm using a product because it's the best product out there. So the backstory is super unimportant. And right. that's really important to realize. I, I get like pitches all, a lot of times from companies and they spend a lot of time on the about us thing and not about the product. And I don't care. Like they'll be like, Brad, you got to invest in this company. I'm like, why? He's like, dude, we, we, we work all day, man. You know, we work in the morning, we work at night. I've, I'm from a small town. I'm, and like, I'm like, okay, but like, what is in there for me though? Like, how does it help me? It's like, are, are you going to sell the company? Like, yeah. what is, how do I win? And it's like, I don't care about your backstory. And that's not to not say like, that's cool. Like the story is awesome, but the story, your story, your life story is only awesome when you win. When you don't win, no one gives a shit about a bi biography. I don't want to hear, read a biography of some loser. I want to read the biography of someone who's already won. Right. And the reason why he won wasn't because of the biography. He won or she won because providing a good service and then their story was written. But like, that's right. not why they won. And the reason why we, I'm talking about this today is because precisely to your point, right? So when you're starting a business, you're, you have to understand is like what you should focus on are the things you're already good at because that's what the marketplace will reward. They will not reward best effort. Unfortunately, that's not the case. If right. you work really hard, you're going to be able, it's only your hard work only matters insofar it produces the best product possible for the marketplace. But 
insofar as like your story and your racks to riches story, no one cares. You might get a Netflix deal like 10 years later, but that has nothing to do with your product or service. And I think that's really important, man. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And, you know, just like a personal example. So like I'm not, so my strengths really are like e-com and, um, you know, online marketing and things like that. So that's, right. that's primarily what I like to do. And so like, obviously with our business, you know, running ads or, or any kind of social media posts, we need graphics and things like that. And right. when I need a real graphic, like I used to try to take the time to use an app and, and dick around with it. And it would just, it would be a waste of time, honestly. Right. But now, I mean, I just have somebody do it. Like, yes, it costs me money, but I save money by putting my time elsewhere. So like, again, people don't really consider that. Like you could just spend your time doing other things that's going to make you money in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a, such an important point is like also focus. But, uh, you know, I know we're talking to, I think a lot of people like have heard your story, right? And they're like, man, like that's awesome. I want to be kind of like that. And, you know, so we're probably talking to a lot of new business owners or people who are toying with the idea, right? And I mm-hmm. think one of, the, one of the main messages I have to people is like, yeah. forget business building, forget it, like forget building a business, build a great product that people want. And all the other stuff, like the business building of it, the cool logo, the cool this, the hiring a whole team, board of advisors, like all the window dressing shit is not important, right? Because if you, do, if you don't have a product that people want at scale, and you don't have something called product market fit, which people really want your product so much that they're really pulling it out of your hand, right. all the other stuff is literally a waste of time. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, they get stuck in that. Like what happens is there's so many companies right now in Silicon Valley, even in our space, right? In the supplement space, they're dicking around, man. They're supplement companies and they're doing just okay. And they're just collecting a sat. Like I said, they're just, everyone gets a little bit of salary and then they're just around for two or three years. There's right. no big distribution. They're not on Amazon. They're not like distributed widely. They're not in Walmart. They're not in CVS. They're not going to get acquired and they're not going to get an IPO. Okay. So, and so what's the point of that? And so great entrepreneurs, they don't, they're not interested in that, right? Because if you don't have a product that people want, you haven't figured that out yet. Don't worry about anything else. Like for a long time, like, I don't know, never fucking posted on Instagram, never did any of that shit, right? So you build a great product first that people want and you have great product to market fit then you can do all the other shit. And I feel like a lot of people, and I've spoken about this before, they love business building. They like the logo. They like this. They like right. the, they're like, man, which Shopify app can I use? And this is like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like if you believe that using a different color code on your website is going to help you change your you know, conversion rate by like 50, 60% is not true. Like, you know, if you have a good service, good shipping times, great customer service, you have products that people want in a retail store and like you're a front and center. A lot of people talk about you. That's what you want. But like all the other stuff is really awesome to have, but it's not going to change and you know, move the needle. And the reason why we speak about that is because we have so many entrepreneurs who are going to start off, don't have a lot of capital and they're going to literally waste all their time and money. And all they have to show for is a cool website on Shopify. And I was like, dude, where are your sales? I don't have it yet. And that sucks, man. You know? So I definitely, I, I agree with your message. Yeah. And you know, the story you told me about, um, I don't know if it was a buddy of yours or, or a mentor or what, I can't remember what you said, but about flying private to where he wasted more time or more money by, you know, flying commercial and people would like get on him for it. Like, you know, why are you flying commercial or why, why do you choose to fly private when you should be flying commercial? It, it's cheaper to fly commercial, but for him, you know, his time is so valuable it actually cost him more money by flying commercial than going private. So that's like a great example and, you know, up to scale example. But uh, I thought that was a really, really cool story. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
just uh, um, there's a story we're talking about off our another um, episode we did, but um, yeah, it was this guy that I knew um, who uh, worked in the hedge fund world, and he would always he would like for I mean Boston to New York is like a thirty minute flight, right? And he's like, dude, I got a flight private and a private, and I, I was always I'm always interested. I was always interested in flying. I know how to fly. And so I took, uh, you know, flying lessons Then I wanted to get my plane and I wanted to ask him about like, what does it cost? And he's like, dude, it, co- it cost him like $75,000 for, for like a 30 minute flight. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, oh no, you don't understand, man. Like I can't afford to fly public. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, dude, it took me way too long. I got to go to the airport. I got to wait in line. It takes me three and a half hours for a 30 minute flight. By that time in three, three and a half hours, I do th- two, three deals. Right. You know, salary that those guys make in the hedge fund world is like hundred, two hundred million dollars a year. And he's like, dude, I can't, I can't afford it. Like it's, it's too expensive for me to be average. And yeah. that's a totally different way of thinking about yeah. it. And, you know, people who are entrepreneurial, we always thinking about how we can move to the next level. How can we scale? So we have this much and we want to make it that much regular people they have this much and they're like okay how can i squeeze like a little bit more and make it small they don't think big right you give me this much i'm like how can i feed 100 people and this people and this, you know other people are like oh how can i just feed myself and just save and protect what i have fuck that we don't protect yeah. shit you don't win in life by defending right you go all out you become aggressive the best you can do when you play defense is to go for a tie like you don't score a goal if you're always defending so right. the entrepreneurial mindset things bigger and so for you, it's like, okay, with three hours, what's my time worth? It's worth way more. I can sell a company and start a company. I can think of a breakthrough idea. I can take NutriFit to like, you know, more, do bigger things. I can start a brand like you're doing. So I, I think that's a great example. And why I mentioned that is because yeah. it's a different way of thinking. And a lot of people think it's super crass, you know? Yeah. I mean, and that's like top of the level thinking right there too. Cause it's just like people, people don't understand, like you should adopt that type of thinking at, you know, early on. And then obviously he's way upscaled, but I mean, he started, you know, where I was or you were when you first started. So you just have to take it with you, honestly. Yeah. It's uh, I actually posted this in the Slack a little bit earlier on and it, it can tie to this topic a little bit, but yeah. you no, know, I was talking about how, you know, we like, we grow up and all of us, I, I it's definitely me. I grew up in Europe and there's the story that keeps, keeps getting told to us, which is, Dude, live a happy life, man. Get married, get a family, have a nice home. Just don't try to make too much noise and you'll be good, man. Right. And you get hurt, you hear that all the time. But for me, you know, and I think that's a very limited way to look at life. Like life is way bigger than that. There's way more to life than just existing and just being passive and just enjoying on your weekends. There's just so much more to life. And, you know, we'll realize that like the minute we realize one important fact which is all the cool things. Like I'm sitting here in Boston, the skyscrapers everywhere, the coolest businesses, the coolest apps, the $100 million yeah. store, all this cool shit is created by people who know more smarter than you. They're, they're not, they're, they're, they don't have like a crazy IQ. Like people have this mythical thing. Um, I think especially on the right side of like politics where like Mark Zuckerberg is this evil person, Illuminati yeah. and all this stuff. And I get it, but like actually he's just a like a normal bro. And right. he, just, he just was there at the right time and he uses some smarts and he got ahead. And the same thing, um, I've spent time with some of the craziest people who've done some amazing things, the founder of Uber, founder of Snapchat, Ray Dalio, I know all these guys and I spend time with them and they're not, they're just regular people, dude. They talk about yeah. the same stuff. Yeah. You know, where am I going to, what am I going to do this weekend? Like chicks, they talk about their normal shit, dude. Yeah. They're t- normal people. And when you see that, um, it's not to say, oh, they're just average people. They're not, they're like next level people. Obviously they changed the world. But I think it makes you realize, shit, dude, you know, there's more to life than just existing because all the cool shit that we call life is actually built by people who are probably just as smart as you. Right. And we're talking about that because they have a different concept about how they think about time, how they think about their skill set and the talent, and they're willing 
to forego learn, being the best at, at like trying to learn everything and just say, I'm good at this and all this other shit, I'm going to hire. I'm going to find someone else to work for me who can do that job way better than me and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And you can see how productive they are on a consistent basis. I was one, one of the hedge fund guys and he's like texting all the time. I was like, man, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I closed this deal. I closed that deal. Taking a piss in the urinal, cl- closing another deal. Like that's just, and they, they just do that kind of shit. And yeah. normal people can't fathom that kind of stuff because most people taking a, you know, you're going in the urinal, they're pissing on the fly or something. They tr- their mind is right. not at that level. So yeah. it's not about intelligence or IQ level. There's a lot of people who have high IQs. They're totally degenerates. Like there's oh, yeah. nothing to with IQ. It's just sure. mindset, right? So what's in your software here? And the software is programmed a little different. And the cool thing though is you can change software, can be reprogrammed. You can't change the hardware on your computer. If you get a computer with a certain RAM, you can't change it. But right. your software, dude, you can overwrite that file all the fucking time over and right. over again. You can for the entirety of the life of the computer. The hardware change stays the same but a software can change. And I think that's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean that, you know, you have access to those types of people. Cause I feel like, you know, people that aren't really in that environment, if they're around people that are, are much more successful or bigger, better than them, I feel like their mindset could possibly change. You know, it's, it kind of relates to like who you're hanging out with and things like that. You know, if you're just not going to have that type of mindset, if you're not around those types of people. So that's, that's a good point that you brought up. Um, you know, have to have to be around people that that are doing better than you, or at least have the same similar mindset for for you really to exceed, succeed. Yeah, that, that's crucial. You know, we talk about like um, in fitness. You know, both of us are into fitness. We talk a lot about diet, right? So when I compete in bodybuilding, I eat a certain thing because I know if I eat shit, I'm gonna look like shit. Right. But just like we have like diet that we put in our body, there's also diet we have mentally and what goes in our brain every day. Yeah. It's like what's in your feed. Like what's, what are you, what are you, who are you talking to? And you know, a lot of people will say, but I don't, I don't like those people, but it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, you, I, I'm with a friend that I hang out. Yeah, but he's a loser. I don't, I don't listen to him. But I was like, dude, you're still hanging out with him. They're like, well, what does it right. matter? I don't listen to him. I was like, yes, you do. Tomorrow, if I go to McDonald's every day and I'm like, fuck man, I hate this food. It sucks. And I just keep pounding burgers. I'm going to look like shit. Right. So if I go to my bodybuilding show and I have fat everywhere, I, I can go to the judge and be like, Hey, I don't like McDonald's though. I ate it, but I don't like it. It doesn't matter. Your body doesn't care. If you take the food and you put it in your in your mouth and you eat it, it's the, it's whether you like it or not, you're still eating the food and it's going to change your body composition. Yeah. The same way, like whether you like hanging out with certain people, whether you think, whether you like them or not, whether you think they're stupid or idiots or degenerates, as long as you're with them in the same house or in the same time over and over again, it is going to affect you. It doesn't, and a lot of people think they have free will with that. Well, yeah. you can't just shut that shit off. If it's coming in, it's just coming in. Yeah, you know? I think that's important to realize because we I hear this all the time. But yeah, but I don't care about that person. That person's a, I just hang out. It's just my drinking buddies. I was right. like, but you know. <laughs> so so yeah. I have a question about that for you. So yeah. if for an example, like if there's one person that's pretty successful, you know, has a business or is doing something, you know, better than his peers or his close group of friends, do you think it's possible that they could kind of pull those other friends up or do you think they're always going to drag them back down do you think the group of friends will drag the one friend back down yeah it's a great question i get this a lot i actually think you can pull that person up but say say sean you're at this level right now like mm-hmm. in ohio like you you're building your business and right people look up to you now you have friends you grew up with in high school and they're just not at your level so there's two things you can do right you can say i would still want to hang out with these friends and what a lot of people in your situation will do they'll go back down They'll be like, so on their Monday to Friday, they're fucking killers. And Saturdays and Sundays are totally right. degenerates. Yep. That won't work. They're going to drag you down. So what you do in that scenario is like, you know what? I don't want to, I still want to, they're still my friends. So what you say is like, look, bro, I want to hang out with you. But if you want to ride with me, 
you're going to have to get to my level. You have to, I can't go out and get wasted. We can, you can, we can come and talk and we can have a good weekend. We can laugh and play game of cards, but I want to talk about some other stuff. I don't want to talk about chicks and all this nonsense all the time. So it's a really about what you do with those friends really. And so are you going down back down to meet them or are you staying at your level and telling them, look, we can still hang out, but you got to raise your standard because if you lower your standard, when you go home to your family and to go to your childhood friends, you're not doing anyone a favor. And right. that's really important. So whenever I, I go back, like childhood friends, I'm not from here, I go back home. And I just, you know, a lot of people are just like not at that level. And that's totally fine. But I, but I know like by me, I stay the same though. I still mm-hmm. wake up early. And you will see slowly and slowly, everyone else, like a lot of my friends that, you know, grew up and they're not doing the same things as I am. When I spend time with them, they're like, oh shit, I can't do that in front of Pretty. Like when they start drinking stuff, they hide the alcohol. They don't, because I don't drink. I don't like drinking. So they yeah. hide the alcohol. I see them getting better because they see my standards have changed so they get better too so you're actually doing them a favor there's a difference between being a dick and being like oh man you have you have a you still drive a honda i drive xyz that's right. that's dumb i don't right. believe in that but just saying man hey um dude i'd love to hang out with you I'm, I'm just doing some other stuff right now in my life so let's hang out let's talk about some other shit let's talk about financial plans let's talk about stocks let's right. i just don't want to go out and, and go wasted every weekend right so you stay at your level and you have them go to yours instead of you going down and i see yeah. A lot of people that are successful, they reach down. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, you know? yeah, that makes sense for sure. Yeah, it's a good point. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, I guess like um, to, to, um, to, to kind of wrap this up, I, I know one of the few, first few episodes we do, because I've done this a few times, we got people listening to this. We, we get them to think different, right? We give them new perspective. Right. So like for first-time business owners or like anything you're trying to do in your life, and we're talking about something which is called – um, compounding effect and leveraging. There's two of the most powerful things in investing. If you've read read uh, some of Warren Buffett's work, so if you're into investing, um, read some of his work. Um, and he talks about the concept of compounding, right? So small things over time, they compound. And right. the other thing you want to use when you want to amass a lot of wealth is leverage, right? So leveraging your time, leveraging. So these are two things we talk about. So and as you mentioned too, so for people that are starting off, like, what do you think? They, what kind of mindset should they get into? Like, how do you? How did you change your mindset? Because I'm assuming, obviously you know, born like this, we, we, both of us, we grew into this mindset. So is there certain takeaways you've had or certain moments in your life when you realize how like, this is the mindset I should adopt or anything, any just like major takeaways for people here? Yeah. So when I, when I first started, um, the end of 2015, so roughly four and a half, almost five years now, um, you know, I thought about like my weekends. And so I had like the nine to five thing and I had my weekends free. So it was like, I looked back at what I was doing on the weekends. I wasn't very productive, kind of, I don't know. I was kind of living for the weekend, honestly. So that's kind of what I was doing before this. And, you know, I thought about, well, what am I going to give up the most when I start this business? And it's going to be my time. So I thought about my weekends and I'm like, you know, I don't really do shit on the weekends anyway. Like I go out maybe or whatever, or dick around. I'm like, I'm not really missing out on anything. And especially, you know, you definitely start to change your mindset once you get older too. Um, and you're, you're really not missing anything. So it's like, I would rather just put in the work now. And, you know, once I'm into my forties or fifties or, or whatever, you, you're going to be much further than you would have been not giving up weekends. So like when I first started again, my time was like the biggest thing I was concerned about. And it's like, there's just, you're not really missing anything unless you're super into, I don't know, going out on the weekends, that's going to get old. So it's like, just adopt the early mindset that, you know, take control of your time and, and use it wisely. Yeah. I think that's a big, big, big takeaway. I think 
a lot of people like have, have I've, I've gotten this question a lot. I, I do another podcast with a good friend of mine. He always asked me, he's like, when we started, he's like, dude, don't you just, don't you think you're missing out on life? Uh, all the time. And like the, the big question too, because we see a lot of successful people and like, um, and sometimes I go on their Instagram and they're posting stuff and I see a lot of the comments and people are like, well, at least he doesn't have a family or like he does, I was like, like he doesn't have this or she doesn't have that. And like they, they're trying to find something they can attach to that, hey, you're successful. So you must have like, you're really missing out on this, this oh, great yeah, life, sure. like of this romanticized like family life and, the, and this. And it's like, I don't feel that way at all. Like I've been on both sides of the spectrum. I'm actually very, I'm very close to my family and right. I just have, and I, and, and I've actually been able to weed out people that are just wasting my time. So like, right. I'm actually super happy and I'm, I'm sure that you're super happy too. And yeah. there is very little, I've never had phone, like fear of missing out. I've never had that. So, so like, I've never regretted, oh man, that time, if I couldn't have gotten blacked out, you know, I just see people and I've never, I've just never gotten to that level and I just like, don't miss it. So yeah. like, I, I think that's a big takeaway because I think people hold on to this fact. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to go all in because, well, that's probably like, you're, you're probably still a loser in some aspect of your life. And it's just like, it's honestly just not true. Like right. I've never felt that way that I'm missing out or, or any, it's just like, I don't know what I would be missing out on. I'd be, I'd yeah. be afraid if I didn't do this kind of stuff, I would be missing out on this. Right. But versus vice versa, you know? Yeah. And you know, a lot of my close relationships with friends um, and, and people that I'm close with, it's like most of they're all like either married or they have kids or, you know, they're doing all that kind of stuff. And that's totally cool. But like, I'm pretty much like the only one that's not. And, you know, when I was younger or early, early 20s or even teens, like I always thought that I would get married and have kids like right away. And like by the time I was 21, I'd have kids, but it, it just wasn't in the cards for me. And it's like, I don't feel like, you know, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything like that. You know, just like you said, it's like people, people ask me that all the time. Well, you know, you're, you're, you just turned 30 and you know, you're not married yet. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know. I feel like this is what I was meant to do. So it's like, I enjoy the process of, of building my business. That's, that's what really makes me happy. So it's like, I, you know, ultimately I'm not missing out on anything in my mind. So um, you just have to find what makes you happy. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I feel like at some point I will have kids and get married, but like right now it's just not, not what I'm interested in. No, it's also crazy because like the more you spend on, like as men, you know, we got to work on ourselves. Like not, we don't, we don't get shit. Like we can't, I can't just like look nice. Nothing, yeah. no one gives a shit. Right? right. So I can't just like be nice and have like nice hair and spend time at a salon and, and have people, no one's going to do shit for me. Right. right. So it's different. Life is different for us. Like we great men are, are made, right? So the more we spend time on ourselves and the more we're more selfish in our approach, the better our life gets too, right? So like you can, you can have better parties when you're wealthier. I don't know. be from experience. You yeah. can have better social life when you're wealthier. You have a better family dynamic. Like, you know how many people in this country, they're worried about finances. And that's one of the biggest reasons people have problems in their relationship. They're worried about finance all the time. Right. Like, so maybe you should spend your, all your twenties then building that up. So you just don't have those problems anymore. And I think that's a big thing too. And it's funny because I, I, I used to get this a lot. I, I remember the first time I got, um, I was really proud. I sold one of my companies and I was like, man, I, I wanted to get this, um, apartment. So I did a little housewarming thing. I called a couple of people and some people, you know, just random people, uh, who were just friends of friends. And I was like, you know, this, this guy and I was like, uh, his wife or girlfriend. And she was like, um, you don't, oh, like, but you don't have a piano in the house. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's what all you have to say about it. And then she's like, oh, but when, when are you going to get married? Are you going to, and I was like, I will get married if you pay for my divorce. <laughs> I will get, are you going to pay for my divorce? Then I'll get married. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, people have these stupid comments about like random shit. 
And it's just like, it doesn't matter. And because, and the real truth is like, people are always going to look for a chink in your armor as you get more successful and they let them dig, let them dig and dig. And like, sometimes there's just nothing there, you know, go, right. go to, um, you know, guy that's super crass. He's just like, can come across as an asshole for people. Dan Bilzerian, go on his Instagram. And if you go on Dan's Instagram, there's people like, oh dude, like he's like there and his great life and his yacht with all the chicks. And then people yeah. are like, yeah, but you still have skinny legs. I was like, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, do you think he's really concerned about his skinny legs when he has uh, he 50 models next to him? Yeah. Fuck no, right? So yeah. this is the kind of shit you see. And I always laugh at that because I recognize it. Um, right. But yeah, so I think the big takeaway is like, learn to think, think bigger and what you're holding on to this, like this fake idea that you're going to miss out on like the fun times in your life because you're building something great. It's a total lie. You don't miss out on shit. It's the be- if you can look back in your teenage years and your 20s and your 30s, oh man, I was building that business. I was had this great time with my friends. We're all, you know, fucking Panera Bread or Starbucks and we're building a cool idea. Like that shit is way more valuable than you look, oh man, I I'm I I was puking in some bathroom like yeah. or in a dumpster. Like I just I don't I don't I I personally maybe it's a personality thing, but I wouldn't look with that on like fondly nor would I ever want to tell anyone about it. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And- um, just like two days ago, I had, um, my family over, my niece is over and specifically why I bought this house because it has an ground pool. So, you know, I don't have a lot of time to go to the beach or anything cause we live right on a lake. So I wanted a pool that I could have family over. And, you know, if I didn't have my own business and I was still working that nine to five, I would I most likely wouldn't have this house. So it's like, now I can have people over, have family. I'm really close to my family as well. So it's like what you said, you know, if you don't, if you don't take yourself to the next level and, and start to, to accrue wealth, you know, you're not going to be able to do those types of things. And you can right. always, people look down on money for whatever reason. And I don't know, you could just do more when you have more money. So I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't have, you know, my store, or my business that I have right now. Yeah, no, uh, that's right on brothers. A great, great, great example. So as we're winding down, man, um, you know, people can find out more about uh, your store. What's the, what's the best website? Where can they find out more? Yeah, our website is nfsups.com. You can find us on all social media platforms at Nutrifit CLE. Um, you know, you can hit me up with DMs. I answer pretty much any hour of the day. Um, have any questions, let me know. Awesome. So, yes, and talking about um, a group of people that can motivate you, you know, we're here at Azith and you're part of it too. Um, yep. we've, we have a Slack group. And we try to, it's an invite-only Slack group where we invite people who want to get to the next level in life, try to get them to do small goals every single day. So we've built that out Um if you're interested, check out getasset.com or you can even send Sean a message and join sure. your transformation challenge. I know you're yeah. really big on that. Um, but yeah, that, that winds it up for us, man. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week with more. Cool. I appreciate it, man. Looking forward to it.